This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Ryan Farwell, Paul Van Bremen, Bill Cariola, Heather Van Waldick, and Michael W. McClure. And by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. Mama, wake up. We have to get out of here before the storm gets worse. This is going to be a big one, and I don't know if our little house can take it. Mama, wake up. Oh my god, do you have a pulse? Flumazenil, that's what you need. Where is it? I mean, can, can you figure out where in all those crates and boxes down there? Six cartons in here. Label says single-use injectable flumazenil. That's it. That's an emergency syringe. What's the dosage in the needle? 0.2 milligrams. Perfect. Sophia, grab all of them. You might need them. I, I, I have them. I'm, I'm getting packed to her as fast as I can. Relativity. Episode 38. In which some choose life and hope. Are you okay with giving your mother a shot? I gave Papa shots all the time towards the end. I'm, I'm used to it. Good, good. Frustrating. I'm trying to hurry. I'm soaking wet and I've covered this slick floor with water. Take it easy. You can't give her the shot if you've broken your neck. Ignoring that. How is she? Chris, there's almost no pulse. Okay, l- l- then let's do this quickly. Get that thing out of the box. You're going to have to find a vein, one that'll go straight to her heart. Uh, you know what? Um, Kim is here with me, and she's our life sciences tech. Give that syringe to her. Tell her to put it right in the exterior jugular. He says exterior jugular. Is she doing it? Yeah. Yeah, she stuck it right in there, and um, it's uh, uh, the, the, the medicine is going in. You should see a result in the next next few seconds. If you don't, you'll need to do it again. You might want to go ahead and get that next shot out of the box. She, she, she took a deep breath. She breathed in. Eyes open. Um, fluttering. Uh, eyelids. Mama? Let me know when you, you think she, she sees you. She sees me. Yes, get her sitting up just as soon as she's able. Mama, come on. Try to sit up. Oh my god, she's... What, Mama? Can you hear me? She hears me. She looks like, um, she looks like she'll be all right. Yeah, odds are she will. No, you are not going to believe this. Um, another of our dear friends here, oh, has found some dry clothes down here, brand new. Jumpsuit still in the packaging. Oh, I could kiss you. You'll, you'll want to get Marta into hers first. Yeah, uh, we are already working on it. Uh, Mama, it's okay. We're just getting you out of these wet clothes into clean, dry things. She's going to be very confused for a while. We got caught in a hurricane, Mama, but we're safe now. We're at mission control. Keep her awake, no matter what. Okay, understood. And you need to get changed, too, as soon as you can. Don't tell me I'm liable to catch a cold. <laughs> no, that is an old, but... Persistent myth. No, the the rain from these tropical hurricanes is full of spores and bacilli from halfway around the world. Many of them you will not have an immunity to, so get that stuff off of you. Never heard anybody say that before. Doesn't mean it isn't true. Get rid of those wet clothes and get into the dry things these wonderful people you work with have brought you. I need to sign off for just a little while. Understood. But hey, thank you. Just doing my job, boss. 
You did the hard part. Apartment voice command. Local weather update. Local Hurricane 57, now situated over central Puerto Rico with winds in excess of 380 kilometers per hour. 380? The system is moving north-northeast or 30 degrees at 45 kilometers per hour. A state of emergency exists for the entire island and will continue for at least the next 12 hours. No person or vehicle of any Voice kind. command. Contact Mission Control. Calling. Mission Control Arecibo. Mission Control. Heather, it's Marcus. Are you safe there? Everything secure? We are all safe here, and the flight director arrived an hour ago with her mother. Thank the Lord. Well, I'm not sure they're both all right. Several people met them at the security checkpoint, and they brought Mrs. Schumacher in on a kind of stretcher and went straight into central storage. What? Why? Gregorio told me she was unconscious when they brought her in, and that later they gave her a shot of some kind, and now she's sitting up, and that's all I know. I wish I could get there. And they're saying I may be stuck at home for another 12 hours. And we'll be all stuck here, underground with no windows. Can you see outside from where you are? Yeah, my building has McMurdo windows. It's, it's really a nightmare out there. I've been through dozens of hurricanes, but this one, I'm seeing parts of building flying into other buildings. Cars being thrown in the air. The storms keep getting worse. Yeah, listen. Can you patch me through from my apartment to Central Computer Abort Kenyechny? Is that something we can do? That's reserved for the flight director. Did she relieve you and take over? No, she's still in central storage. Then you and I are the flight directors. Good point. I'll try to link you directly. If Nadia shuts it down, you'll know why. Thanks for trying, no matter what. Attempting direct link now. Konyechny Central Computer, how may I assist you? Computer, this is Marcus Dupree from Mission Control Arecibo. I'm calling you from my apartment. Of course. I have your voice pattern, Marcus. No further identification is necessary. Oh, good, because I really want to ask you a lot of questions. I will provide any answer that is not classified at a level beyond your security rating. I want to know all about those recordings you've uploaded from Peter Miblin's environmental suit, and his personal journals, and, well, everything about him and what he's been doing. You will have to be more specific. I cannot possibly tell you everything. I don't mean everything. I mean, let me try this another way. You have all of his recordings now, right? All that we know of. Correct. And you've been doing a content analysis on all of it? I have. So are there new patterns emerging? Too many to list concisely. But there is a predominant theme of his formal journal entries and of his word and phrase choices elsewhere. Specifically, that of fear. What? Did you say fear? Yes. He spoke of being frightened in multiple contexts and in an extremely wide range of situations. That doesn't sound right. He did so many things that would have required lots of guts. Guts? Well, you know, you must have that expression. It means courage, fortitude. He did indeed take many extraordinary risks, and did so with remarkable calm. But he talked all the time about being afraid. That is correct. Did he mention anything in particular that he was afraid of? If I understand his words correctly, Peter Miblin seemed to be most afraid of the future. Okay, but how about now? Think you can stand up? I don't want to stand up. I didn't ask if you want to. Come on. Sophia, you must listen. No, I must to get you up and moving so you don't fall asleep. Dr. Mason said to keep you awake. I can't stay awake forever. I'm trusting him to tell us when it'll be okay for you to sleep. 
And I bet that's not for a long time yet, so come on, stand up. Sophia, I do not want to stand up, and I did not want to wake up. I don't want to talk about that, Mama. I don't want you to think I drank all of that sleeping drug by accident because I did not. Just stand up, Mama. Do you hear what I am saying to you? Mama, if you stand up, we can go over there and see Sybil. Sybil is not over there. You are lying to me. I am not lying. Mama, I mean her cryo chamber. You want to see her face, don't you? Will it not be exactly as it was the last time? Yes. It will, exactly. Because for her, time has been stopped. And I will never see her again. You don't know that. We don't know how long she'll have to be in suspended animation. That's the only fact, Mama. The only thing that we know for certain. What is? That we don't know. So we can't say for certain what's going to happen and what is not. Such is always true. Such is life. Yes. Then how is this different from any other day? It's not. That's my point. Come over here and look at Sybil's face. may not be too long before you see her eyelids open, before we, before we see the color come back to her cheeks. Is that really what you believe? It's what I hope. No matter what happens to us, we can never give up hope. Do you know who taught me that? Maybe I should not have taught you this. Mama. You must learn this too, Liebchen. Sometimes hope is too much to ask of someone. Okay, I promised a long time ago that I would never... I would never bring this up because it felt like twisting a knife in a wound, but uh, I don't know what else to do. What? What are you talking about? Years ago, you and I had a huge argument, one that I thought we'd never, never recover from. I was discouraged. I was frustrated. Oh, yes. You came from university. That's right. And I was ready to quit. I didn't see how I could ever do the work of the doctorate program, not with the kind of pressure that you... You gave me a big lecture about how our people, the Jews of Germany, had faced obliteration, extinction. And who did I think I was to give up hope just because of my petty little... Yes, and you said, Oh, Mama, the Nazis and the Holocaust, that was 120 years ago. It doesn't even matter to me. Smart aleck thing to say to my mother. It was. I was so angry. When my great-grandmother was a survivor, she lived through Auschwitz, starving, a slave of the Nazis. Yes, that's my great-great-grandmother. And how did she survive, Mama? What did you always say? That is not like this. What did you always tell me? I said she never gave up hope. And we both know it's true. She survived because then, even in that shit she clung to hope. Even though she was starving, little more than skin and bones, when the Russians came and liberated the camps... She was one of the few who walked out. Walked out to freedom. She was. That was 120 years ago. Yes. And I think hope is still hope. Perhaps it is. So? So? What are you going to do? I am going to stand up from here. And maybe then you and I are going over there. And if we do that, then maybe I will look at my baby girl. And who knows? I may dream of the day when we see her open her eyes. Fair enough.
Fair enough. One step at a time. May I start by leaning on you? Yes, Mama. You do that. Dr. Mason? M Hello? It's Marcus. I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. No, I'm, I'm doing some research and... Uh, Usually I get a mission control to Konyechny or something like that, so I thought maybe I was hearing voices again. No, I'm sorry about that. I asked the computer to connect us directly. I, I don't know what you mean. I'm not in mission control. Sophia sent us all home to shelter from the hurricane. Oh, oh, oh. How bad is it? We've had sustained winds for over 300 kph. God, gusting winds higher than that, I'm sure. Are you safe where you are? Should be. These apartments were built in the last year or two. Made to withstand just about anything. I just wish I was at mission control. Ah, because it's even safer there? Because I have access to better computers there. I'm going through all the stuff from Congestion Central Computer, and it's, well, it's, what did people used to say? It'll blow your mind. Something like that, yeah. But are you talking about Peter Miblin's journals and all of that? Yes, the computer has them all transcribed now, and it's doing all kinds of content analysis. You feel like the puzzle pieces are starting to come together? I know you must be looking at all the same things. But maybe not in the same order. I decided to go back to months ago, to the first conversation we had where he complained about Nadia watching him all the time. Oh, well, I'm going in the other direction. I started with the last recording, the one we all heard. Where he fell to his death. Yeah. I've been going back from there. I heard what happened the day before and the day before that. Oh, so we're probably not hearing the same things at all. No. So, big question. Have you heard the one where Peter heard the voices? The voices. Just like the ones you hear? The ones Sophia heard? Peter heard them too? The last time he went outside the ship, but the person he heard, <laughs> Peter called him Raymond. And I don't know who that is. Raymond is uh, Peter's younger brother. Computer genius taught Peter all about playing tricks on people with technology. Interesting. Isn't it? Then Raymond joined the army and he wanted Peter to go with him, but uh, Peter chose this mission instead, which meant leaving his family forever. And Raymond swore he'd never speak to Peter again. Yeah, how'd you know? Peter mentioned in his spacesuit law recording the day he went out to set the bomb. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. The day Peter went outside the ship, went all that way forward carrying a homemade bomb so he could destroy the relativity compensator, right. he heard ghost voices like the ones Sophia and I have heard. And several days before, she and I started hearing them... And the person he heard speak to him was Raymond. Right. And he even said, you must remain connected. Really? At least I think he did. Because, of course, we can't hear that on the recording. But Peter said something about it later. So I guess that's what he heard? Hmm. I heard my late Captain Deepa. And Sophia heard her late father. But Peter heard Raymond, who I assume is still very much alive. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Well... Is it about how Raymond didn't want Peter to go on this mission? Didn't want their connection to be lost? And now we're getting message telling us we must remain connected? Could that be it? We've been going crazy trying to explain how we could be hearing ghost voices, and maybe the whole time it's been the work of a brilliant but angry kid brother. Relativity, episode 38, in which some choose life and hope. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford. Featured in this episode were Stephanie Lindsay, Alana Jordan, Clarence Brown, and Lee Shackelford. Marissa Hebson was heard as Heather. The part of central computer Nadia was played by herself. 
Find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, like us on social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.